What's up, guys? It's another episode of the So-So Bros. So-So! As always, it's Aaron. It's Mike. It's Tyler. What are we talking about today, boys? Alright, so we're talking about love today. <laughs> I should have felt like I should have had something queued up for that. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Barry White's playing in the background. Um, so our game today is more of a question. Okay. How many holes does a straw have? A straw is a hole. Is it, though? So how many holes are in a straw? Depends. We talking about the plastic ones or the crappy paper ones that restaurants are using now? We're talking about the plastic ones. I guess it depends. On, I, two, one at each end. See, no, because those are openings. It's still one hole because they're connected. Right. That's why I said it is a hole. But Dr. Bueller at work said it's not. It's a cylinder. It's a mm-hmm. hollow cylinder. Would you count that as a hole? And I'd say yes. If you dig a hole in the ground and it make it a U-shaped, U-shaped hole, you have two openings. I'm willing to give you openings. So then at work, the question got brought up, how many holes does a shirt have? Four. So that's what I said. If you count. And then somebody said, no, those are openings. Those are not holes. They said there's technically three. Because you have the two. So, like, basically you have where it goes over your body and you have the neck hole. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's one hole. And then you have your right arm goes there, connects to the main hole, goes in. That's another one. You have another one on your left arm. And I said... How slow has it been at work? I was actually pretty busy, but, you know, it was just dogs outside. We're in Russia for this episode. It's wild dogs. It's bears. All bears on unicycles. All bears. Um, but that's all I have for a game. I didn't really think of one. I was just like, how many holes does a straw have? It's one hole. Aaron, you weighing in on this? No. Why? Well, that's kind of what I was saying, though, was that it is all one hole, but I do think it's a hole. Like, I don't... I, I, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a cylinder, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Bueller was wrong. Shout-out to Dr. Bueller. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor us, Dr. Bueller. UT, Patreon. UT Medical Center. Sponsor. The Sosa Bros. They have a football game today. Hopefully it goes better than last week. Well, can't, it can't go worse. Are we playing the Mormons? We're playing BYU. So we're talking about love today. I don't know why I want to do this episode, but I just thought it'd be funny. No, I think it was perfect. It was a good idea. So, speaking of love, I looked up the definition just because, you know, you have to figure out what, what love is. How many How many songs can we make references to in this episode, too? What is love? Yeah. Um, so, I looked at Webster's Dictionary. Or excuse me, this is Google. Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. A deep romantic or sexual attachment to someone. Or a great interest and pleasure in something. Or a person or thing that one loves... And that's all the definitions. 
Like what's his face in his car chase? <laughs> oh God! My strange addiction. Yeah. Oh boy. Pretty Good. sure that wasn't love. That was TLC sponsor us. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna whore us out this episode. <laughs> sponsor us, whatever we talk about. We feel like making love. <laughs> this is no love game, Mike. Stop. We need to stop looking for love in all the wrong places. This is going to be a two-parter. We're going to have uh, today's episode, which contains... Uh, basically, like, the chemistry of love and what love is in the brain. Things we love in our lives, not just relationships. And then the part the part two is going to be the part that Aaron is probably most excited about. <laughs> so part two is going to contain, like, misconnections and things like that. Love Dating tips that you should and shouldn't do. I love how the, the idea that you texted that got me intrigued is like dating tips that don't work. <laughs> an, open, never mind. an open hand slap is just rude. Backhand is discipline. <laughs> That's what Sean Connery thinks. <laughs> That's what Ray Rice thinks too. Um... How do, so, you think, how do you think R. Kelly defines love? Side note, Sean Connery wrote out Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas in his house. Like, he just stayed there and basically dared the hurricane to come get him. And <laughs> There can only be one. And I just, I just got so... We were sitting there at work, and there's a picture of him standing outside his Bahamas home. And he's in, like, pressed khakis and a button-up shirt. The, the, the wind never touched this man. <laughs> And he's sitting there like, you know, this, uh, this hurricane was bad. And I'm sitting there like, I said, I turned around and I said, why is he so cool? Like, why is Sean Because he's like 98 years old. So do you love Sean Connery? I think I do. Sean Connery, sponsor us. <laughs> so I was interested in what chemicals happen when you fall in love. Because you get the giddiness and racing heart, sweaty palms, flushed skin. Butterflies in the stomach. Butterflies. So you get dopamine. It's thought to be the pleasure chemical. Producing a feeling of bliss. Let's see. Then you get norepinephrine, which is similar to adrenaline that produces the racing heart and excitement. Uh, according to some anthropologist chick, uh, together these two chemicals produce elation, intense energy, sleeplessness, craving, loss of appetite, and focused attention. She also says the human body releases the cocktail of love rapture only when certain conditions are met. And men are more more readily produce it than women because of their more visual nature. <laughs> Easy way to say that our eyes see pretty things. Our eyes dictate. I'm excited for the second part. Uh, the second part's going to be the funniest part, but I thought it was kind of that you know you said you talk about like the loves and things we love in our mm-hmm. lives and stuff like that. So I used to be talking about those good feelings and stuff. I was the kind of guy in high school that was just hopeless, like hopeless romantic. Well, maybe you could call it that, but just like if as soon as I became infatuated with a girl, I may as well have been in love with her. Mm-hmm. Like I just and I tried. I was not always the Suave, silky individual that sits before you. <laughs> you mean suave and silky like gravel? Yeah, just like that. Same paper. Um, <laughs> so I used to. Uh, so I I decided when I decided 
I was in the I was in my sophomore year in high school, and I was like, okay, just talk to girls. Let's just talk to girls. Like, there's no just reason. Talk to them. Just talk to them. You know. And I turned to this girl and I'm like. Did you have this exact oh, yeah. facial expression? This is when we need to record it. I was trying to, I was trying to smolder. Let's put it that way. I was trying to smolder. But it really was like, I was like, you have beautiful eyes. And she was like, thank you. And I was like, mm. You smell different when you're awake. <laughs> so mahogany. She was like, she was like I, I have to sit somewhere That's else That's where it now. came from. That's mahogany. Where came from. Mahogany. <laughs> yeah, but we do need to start recording soon. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like actually recording. I did too. We've just been. <laughs> we just warming up. Uh, well, I mean, so things you love. I, like, I love my fiance. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I do. I do love her. I mean, she's sarcastic. She's a nurse, so she cares for me even when I'm not somebody that's very lovable. She does it anyway, so it's like that's great. Mike. I love my wife. Very dearly. I love my job. That's pretty. That's that's a good. That's important. Uh, so then, what's funny is thinking about the episode. I said, "What what can we say that we love that the viewers or the listeners may not know?" Oh. So, like, I had one. Okay. It's in the closet, but it is a cherished possession because I partially didn't want it. And somebody was stubborn enough to get it for me. But there's a gold Power Ranger staff in there. Of Power Rangers. That is my favorite one. And it's it's a cherished thing that is in the closet, still in the box. I love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm pretty, I'm pretty open. I talk about all kinds of stuff that I love. Um... Try to think if there's something I haven't mentioned. Um, I had like a list of these that I was like, oh, I probably haven't said anything. Well, because, you know, I've pretty much mentioned, you know, I collect little ships. I love mm-hmm. my car. Obviously, I love Cindy. And, um, but uh, I'm trying to think if there's something off the wall. Really, what I'm trying to think of is like, um, is there something I love, like an odd thing I love doing? Because we were talking about this at work the other day, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what I said now. That was like I love that. Oh, oh, we might have to radio edit. But I must say it. You can just tell me whether I got to edit or not. Obviously, I'm a gross dude who loves gas. Yes. Mm-hmm. But everybody loves having a good movement. That's not radio edit. I think that's fair. So, but. And I'm not going to be the gross though as it works. So I'll just say, that, say okay. it like this, though. I'm talking about, like, when you get up, you've accomplished something. Like, you broke out in a cold sweat. It was it was a fight. Your back cramps. Yeah, or it pops. But then it's done. When it's done, when you leave that bathroom, don't you just have a lighter step? You're just kind of like... Do you ever Man. look in the mirror and you're... <laughs> yes! You're just kind of like... Check, your second, check yourself mm-hmm. out a little bit. So yeah, that I I love that. That is so good. I know I threw this at you. What's the question? Something you love, like that people, people may, may not, not know. know. We may not know. The listeners may not know. Poetry. Oh, that's pretty good. That is interesting. I, don't think I, knew that I can see that. There's 
people are breaking in all the time. Well, and it's not so much poetry to where it's, I guess you could call it like a love poem, but there's one that, and a lot of his stuff I'm not particularly fond of, but um, he was a poet and writer named Charles Bukowski, who did a lot of really off-the-wall, really bizarre poetry. But there's one poem that I listened to when I was at work, and I can't remember the whole thing, but the crux of it, and I think the poem is actually called, If You're Gonna Try, Go All The Way. Mm-hmm. And the point of the poem is, listen, whatever you're doing, if you're gonna try it, then you might as well try hard enough to where you break something. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Because it's more... We're coming back. Okay, go ahead. So... For the listeners out there, you guys know this. I'm pretty sentimental, despite the sarcastic. So, and we'll get to everything I love, and it's not like a specific order. But if you look in my cup holder of my car, there's a little orange bead. People want to throw it out every time they put it. It's from Hadley. It's from my fiance's daughter. She gave it to me when I like first met her. But it's just sitting in my car because she's like, hey, I want you to have this. So the orange bead is will probably always just be in the cup holder of my car, whether I get a new car or not. Be sure to take that out and drop it in the cup holder of my new car. Mike, your Ooh. next one. Uh, no, I'm, I'm fairly similar too, but uh, um, I do not mind. Now it can be inconvenient at times, mm-hmm. but I like to just when I drive, I like to just cruise. I don't care what the speed limit is, and, and and I don't mean what I mean is, and the reason I think it might be shocking to some listeners because I know how some people feel about being on the road. Um, I'm not the kind of guy that'll hold up traffic. Mm-hmm. I'll get over in the right lane, but I'm the kind of guy that if I got nowhere else to be, I may not exceed sixty miles an hour. It'll take your time, despite the fact that I drive a sports car. Yes, I like to just kind of cruise. Like today, when I went to my dad's coming here, I, mm-hmm. I was booking it, but. Going to my dad's. I had the windows down. I had I had Air One playing. Uh, it's a Christian radio station locally, for those that don't know. I had it playing. And, I mean, it just, because it, it, it was cool in the morning, you know, because mm-hmm. it was still, I was on the road by, like, 8. Yeah. And so it was still not even hardly, barely 70 degrees. It was perfect driving weather. So I was mm-hmm. just going, like, 60 down Pell City Parkway. And for viewers that don't know, Pell City Parkway, most people go, like, 85. Yeah, it's... <laughs> If you're in the fast lane, you might as well just, you're going to do. I mean, but I'll get out of your way. Yeah. I'm not going to hold up traffic, but I like to cruise. This is very, this is kind of like relieving, actually. Yeah. Therapy session. Yeah, it is. It's classical music. I like it, too. One of my favorite pieces of music was actually one of the first pieces of classical music I listened to. When I was a kid, mom would put on the original Fantasia. Mm. Ooh. And yeah. one of the first, because it was weird, like she popped it in and it was just right here, but it was the segment for the piece called A Night on Bald Mountain, which if you've never seen it, the way that they did the animation, it starts out and it looks like this really English countryside sort of a setting Mm -hmm. and the camera slowly pans up and it's looking at this humongous mountain and then the music kind of starts to pick up and the top of the mountain starts to shift Mm 
And it's never outright stated, but it is heavily implied that the shape that's getting up is a representation of the devil. And the other setting for kind of the piece is that I can't even remember remember the name of it, but it's basically the Germanic version of Halloween. Supposedly on this night, all the bad stuff gets stronger. They're able to go out and do mm -hmm. stuff. But the animation coupled with the music, and if you've not listened to it, I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. It is a gorgeous piece of music. But, yeah, that kind of, that stuck with me a lot. Yeah. Both the visual and just kind of the atmosphere that that music created. We listened to it at work. Because the patient wanted to hear it, like if, hey, if you're in there, if you had to be in the surgery, what music would you want to listen to? She's like, oh, during back injection, let's do classical. Listen to Mozart, and we did piano concerto number twenty-seven in B flat. Uh, I just remember looking at that, and it was we listened to it, and I went, okay, I could do classical. Mm -hmm. It's very soothing. So I can understand that, yeah. Um, we'll make them quicker because I want to get to the second part of this first episode, which is the dating stories. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so downstairs, there's a daily Bible verse board that Ashley made for me. Uh, but it's just like every morning I see it and I pass it. All right, great. That's encouragement, whatever. It's, hey, you can do it. You can, you've got this, whatever. And I love it. Um, also in the living room, there's a painting that was a gift. And the joke is Wedding Crashers. Todd makes Vince Vaughn's character a painting. Hashtag painting was a gift. Yeah, hashtag painting was a gift. Wedding Crashers, Vince Vaughn, Judd Apatow, sponsor us. Uh, Owen Wilson. Um, but that's just the joke. Once again, the sentimental aspect of... Where, you know, painting was a gift. It's funny. Uh, third one? Or my final one? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Probably. Oh, there's a lot of things I love. Um, I think that's it for me, actually. Things I love. I mean, I love my parents. I'm not going to. Right. Count them out, but things that people wouldn't know. Uh, I, I'll, I'll make this one quick. Then I jump on. Uh, I'll jump on the sentimental train. Like I, uh, um, a lot of my possessions that I didn't get for myself. A lot of things that I keep stored away, especially stuff that I keep stored away, like away from, away from things. Once I've, mm -hmm. I'm done looking at them for a while or something, like I put them in safe boxes and stuff always have sentimental value attached to them. Either I know who got it for me, mm -hmm. or even as uh, things like, uh, like I keep, I've kept pretty much every birthday card or Christmas card that I've ever gotten that was personalized. Not like the ones that are mass sent out by, mm -hmm. by people that are like, oh, here's a picture of our family. Like, I'm not saying those aren't special. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I keep those. But like when you guys have gotten me a birthday card or, or like something that was on yep. top of my birthday cake, like I will always remember, unless mm -hmm. I become senile, I will always remember where that came from. And I'll still remember that. I'll always attach it to the people that mean yep. so much to me. So, yeah. Yeah. The last bit for me is also kind of a sentimental thing. Um, one of the first books, or comic books, I should say, that I picked up, way back when Super Mario World originally came out for Super Nintendo, and this, I'm dating myself also, because this 
shows you how old I am. Back in the 90s, Nintendo put out a magazine, and it was all Nintendo stuff, Nintendo Power. And at one point, they did a monthly comic strip where it was the story of Super Mario World. And I don't remember where we got it. I think we got it at Sears at one point in a random trip. But they did a collection of that whole comic strip called Super Mario Adventures. I read that thing forward, backward, any which way that you can. And I still have that original book. That's awesome. It's seen better days, but the binding's still good. The pictures are still there. So it is well kept in storage. There you go. Anything else? Aaron's like us, though. He... He probably won't say it, but Aaron keeps stuff and he remembers who got him stuff. And I have no doubt. So the second part of this episode is funny dating stories, either ones we've heard or ones that we've experienced ourselves. Who would like to start? I got one. Give it. So got to talking to a girl at. One of our local bookstores, we start hitting things off, things are going great, ask her to coffee. She says, yeah, sure. Go down to meet at the coffee shop. She walks in. We start to talk and things are going good. And I ask, well, how's your day going? She says, oh, that's it. Oh, I'm doing it pretty good. I just left divorce court. Oh, no. That was a short coffee date. <laughs> Sorry. We didn't say any names. All the names of the stories are true. Um, so, alright, so I've got one that is not mine. It's my okay. dad's. And I'm going to save it to the last one that I okay. tell because it is it is hands down one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Um, but, I, uh, so I, I took this girl to, um, I took this girl on several dates. Mm-hmm. This is when I was still in high school. One of my hopeless moments that I was talking about. This girl knew that I wanted to date her real bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I've told you guys this story, but I'll, I'll make it quick for the listeners. Um, so, fast forward. We've been out several times. We've gone and met pretty much every Wednesday we've met at her church. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not officially dating yet and I'm trying to make it official because we're we're going out pretty consistently mm-hmm. going to movies going to dinners meeting at her church every week and so we're coming up on Christmas and we ended up talking for like an hour on Christmas Eve nice. uh, over the phone and I was like listen I, I got you a present she was like you know I, I really think that you know it could be great together let's 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 meet next week and you're burning my anytime minutes <laughs> yeah and, uh, um, so I tell her, I was like, okay, well, what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow's Christmas. I'm with family. Okay. That's reasonable fine. excuse. What are you doing <laughs> next Friday? Yeah. This is when, you know, we're on Christmas break here and she didn't have a job. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, I don't know. I'll let you know. So that week goes by. I don't hear another thing from her after we'd had this really good conversation. So. I'd gone and bought her. I had bought her a $100 gold bracelet. For somebody in high school, that's not chump change. No. For somebody in their 30s, that's not chump change. I mean, agreed, but 
still, you know, like, I, I didn't then, work in high school. Yeah. All my money was allowance money, so saving that up was difficult. And um, so <laughs> I go, uh, I call her that following Monday. It's the last week that we're out for break, and I call her that following Monday, and she's like, "It's week, it's not good. Um, I'll let you know what's what's going on. We'll talk. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk this week." She never calls me again. So that Wednesday, I decide, you know what? I know she's going to her church. I'm just going to show up. I'll be there. So I just show up. She is out front of a church, mind you, making out with some dude. Hmm. Hmm. So I took the bracelet, and everybody gives me flack for this. Like, I wouldn't have given it to her. Well, I get that, but I got it for her. And it was one of those things where I was just like, this means nothing to me now. I can't take it back because it was $100 on sale. J.C. Penney's mm-hmm. told me sales were on this thing were final. Yeah. So, and this was before, well, not before, but like I couldn't use like eBay or something. My dad would Or Craigslist or whatever. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is all, you know. this you'll meet somebody. Somewhere. Yeah. So, um, I just was like, I hope you choke on this. And I just threw it to her and jumped back in my car. You hit her in the head. Don't lie. I... I don't know what happened to the box, but I threw it to her, and I was like, I hope you choke, and I got in my car and drove <laughs> off, and so then she had the, the end of the story is this, she had thought I asked her to get back to school, and she was like, she was like, um, do you want to, do you want to talk? No. And I was like, yeah, I was like, there's nothing to discuss. <laughs> Mine happened in college, so I just remember, in high school, I wasn't very... What's the word? Uh, I guess suave. That's been overused today, but I guess that's the best word. In high school, it was just, oh, I'd play with emotions. You like me, and then I'd just leave or whatever. So in college, I said, I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be better. Let's try to. Let's try to date somebody. I had been helping at the church for maybe a year, and this was my first conversation with Zach Stevens. That was serious. Like, how's it going? Zach sponsor us. <laughs> He's not going to sponsor us. He, well, he might. He might. Who knows? He join our Patreon. <laughs> it's only five dollars. Um, five dollars too much. But <laughs> it should be free. <laughs> anyway, so I just remember I was at Pellissippi, and Pellissippi. If you don't know, if you're not in the area, it's essentially a big high school, but college. Yeah. So I mean, if you're in the like Alcoa, Maryville. Heritage, William Blunt, school systems, it's basically just big high school. Right. Just college level. So, I see this girl from Maryville. I don't know her. We start talking. We have common friends, and we're meeting in the ping pong room or whatever. Just in between classes. Even during class, we were in that room. Shocker. Uh, so, we're talking. I just remember one one day, I said, hey, do you want to go get food? Like, do you want to go out? She's like, sure. It worked. Nailed it. We go to Copper Cellar. I remember this because it was, it was a Tuesday. Uh, they have like they have like the five dollars some deal something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we both forward when you're <laughs> yeah. So we both I was working at Olive Garden at the time. So I said, hey, can I have Tuesday off? I have a date, and everybody's like, ooh. No, it, it ain't like that. It was just first thing. So we go out, and like I said, I'm at church at this time, so I'm trying to be, you know, trying to be a better person, trying to, okay, let me not play with emotions, let me just, I don't, I don't just want to have a hookup or whatever. 
So we get done eating. We have a great time. It was a good day, whatever. Walking her back to her car. First off, I should have known something was wrong when she goes, can I, can I drive myself? Okay. She's like, you live here in Maryville. Like, I still live with my parents at the time. She's like, I kind of live close to Knoxville. Is it okay if we... I was like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Like, it doesn't hurt to come pick you up. I think I just got my Challenger. So it doesn't... She's like, no, I'll just meet you there. Okay. Now that'd be red flags. Like, if somebody says that, it... Hold on. Why? So, we... Aaron's probably heard the story, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're at Copper Cellar. We're eating. Have a great time. Walk her back to her car. Because the one on the strip, you have to, like, park in the back or the side or whatever and walk to it. So I'm walking her to her car and she said, hey, I had a great time. I said, me too. Let's do it again. She's like, definitely. You know, we exchanged numbers. She goes, so what are you doing after this? It's like, ah, I was just going to go home. <laughs> and she goes, oh, so do you, do you want to come back to my place? All right, I'm trying to be a better person. Uh, probably shouldn't. And she goes, no, you, you really should. Person, I probably shouldn't. Like that's the inner. Uh, right. The devil didn't even show up. Like on your shoulder, didn't even. The angel was like, "Hey, we're trying to be good about this." That's just not. And I said, "You know, I probably shouldn't." She goes, "Last time, do you want to come to my house?" And I said, "Look, I probably shouldn't. I got class in the morning. It, it's almost Wednesday. That's like a holy day." <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I said that or not. I can't make this up can't if i'm lying i'm dying this girl goes i'm trying to get laid here (laughs) and i went okay so if i'm facing her i'm facing the road and she's facing the parking lot i don't know what made me think of this i think i heard a comedian say it and i went oh the bat signal and she turned around i just got my car and left Didn't get a text back or anything from her, which is fine. I mean, that's understandable. But I remember telling that to Zach, and he said, can I tell my brother Micah? And I said, you sure can. (laughs) So somewhere in the deep recesses of Zach's mind, that story is just sitting there. But that was... Look, the bat signal. And she turned... That was red... That should have been, like, red flag. Like, two through seven... Cause she, the fact that she turned around, there was no, it's not real. Like you just, we're either going to end it here or. That's so forward though. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why you'd say that to somebody. I don't understand. Like this is first date, not date seven. I don't understand the concept of her having to drive herself. Well, I'm trying to get in her mindset. Like if that's what she was trying to accomplish you think it would be easier if, I picked if you picked her up? You, you'd think, because then I'd have to go back to your house. Maybe she was just trying to decide, like, if the day didn't go the way she wanted it she to. She could just go. She yeah, could, yeah. I, sure, exit strategy. But, I don't know. It's just... That's, I gotta be honest, that's pretty funny. You got another one? Found out the hard way when you break up with somebody, you don't do it before the appetizers show up. <laughs> care to elaborate he said no the last girlfriend that I had one that was actually serious 
Not going to bore you guys with the details, but a lot of red flags came up at once. And I knew that I would have to end the relationship, but I didn't know how. So my thought process was, hey, we'll go out to dinner and we'll talk about it. We end up breaking up, no joke, before the appetizers get there. Now, me being older, I would have just got up and left. But I was also really hungry. <laughs> I'm going to have to take this to go. Oh, no, I stayed and ate. <laughs> Let me tell you, though. Sir, where'd your date go? Don't worry about her. She's dead. Oh, no, she was sitting across from me crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a... That's... Oh, my gosh. I think it's funny that he that's, ate when she was in tears. He's like, I'm so hungry. Like, Aaron just looked at her and said, you need to get something to eat. <laughs> Where were you eating? Chili's. Oh, that's even better. So good. Because you know Chili's tried to make it better. I mean, we'll give you, like... I... I'm sorry. I hijacked Aaron's story. I could see Aaron going, she didn't like her entree. <laughs> Box it up. I'll take it. I want it on the house, and I'll take it to go. Would you guys like a complimentary chocolate mol- molten cake? I would. Go ahead and bring that to me. You need another spoon? <laughs> Please share around here. One spoon. <laughs> she did, though. She sat across from me, bawling her eyes out. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Your story reminded me of one of our buddies. Oh... I think you and I need to tag team that. Uh, okay, so, Mike, did you have another one before we... I'll just... do my last one. You guys go ahead. I'll do my last one. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to say it. Because um, I'm trying to keep names out of it. Um, this this friend, that, it's still a friend. He doesn't live here anymore. Um... What's going to be funny? Kyle, if you're listening, you'll know exactly who we're talking about. Because it's not Kyle. Right. So, <laughs> basically, this dude kind of... He didn't jump from, like, girl to girl. He dated him for a while and then jumped from girl to girl. It was it was kind of weird. But you see, he was good to him. I'm not going to say he... Yeah, he, he wasn't, like, a sleazebag or anything. Yeah. He was a legitimate, good boyfriend, just... Sometimes he, things just wouldn't work out. Or he'd lose interest and just move on to the next person. I think the way you treat somebody is still separate from saying that you're a good boyfriend. If you are the kind of person who has the ability to just lose interest and say, all right, I'm out, like that's not, it's not really letting yourself right. fall in love with somebody. It's actually a really valid point. But, I mean, and I think what he meant I'm was... I'm not trying like, to badmouth him. Yeah, just... I think what Aaron meant was, if you looked at the surface, you'd go, oh, he's a good boyfriend. Because okay, he's right. along those lines. Oh, really? Anyway. So, Aaron and I had our apartment together. And said friend came over. I think we were supposed to have a game night. That night. Mm-hmm. And... He comes over. Basically, the intent was, I know I'm leaving. I'm going to take this girl out for the like best date of her life. But they hadn't seen each other for a couple months because of responsibilities. And they like came back in for Christmas or Thanksgiving. One of the two. And... Anyway. Anyway. But they came back in... 
together respectively for Christmas or Thanksgiving, one of the two. And mind you, they've not seen each other for six months. I don't know if it'd been that long, but it, yeah, I get you. It was an extended it. period. An extended time. period. Yeah. Like they FaceTime, they text, whatever. Yep. And our buddy comes over having a game night, and we said, "Hey, what are you guys thinking about doing now that you you're back together?" He goes, "Well, you know, I'm gonna be real honest. Just because we're kind of going in different directions, I think I think it's just gonna be easier if I end things." Man, that, acceptable. that's that's acceptable. I'm really sorry to hear that. You know how how are you gonna do it? He goes, well, the best words ever. Well, well, what I'm thinking, like the best way to start a sentence is well. What I'm thinking is because it's always a bad idea. It's never good. He goes, well, I think I'm gonna pick her up Saturday morning. We're gonna go out on a hike. We're gonna go to her favorite trail up in Gates Cove. So, like, stopping the story right there, and I'll let Aaron continue, you first hear that, okay, cool, you guys are going to get away, you're going to talk about it, it's kind of, I don't know if a hike's the best thing, but you're going to get away and talk about it away from everybody, away from technology, mm-hmm. you're in the mountains, you'll lose signal, it's perfect, because even we had that thought, okay, cool, you're going to take her to a spot that's kind of neutral, has no, like, sentimental value to you privacy. guys. Yeah, privacy, we get that. Like, so we're going to go, we're going to go on a hike, we're going to go to our favorite trail, then we're going to go to dinner. Now Tyler and I are looking at each other like, this is, this, no. Pause one more time. Says that, Aaron and I, like he said, we both look at each other, okay, this is turning into a date. I thought you're, that you're breaking up with her. Like, that's in our head, like, nonverbal communication is, I don't. I don't think breakup should be this lengthy of a process. I think you should just end it. But then after dinner, we're then gonna go to and go to the duck pond, just hang out, and just be together. Okay. But you're going to break up. Like I don't understand all the time here. Then he says, and when I take her home, I'll break up with her there. <laughs> Mind you, this man has a bachelor's degree in communications. Alarms are firing all over the place in my head. In like my head. submarine alarms. Ooga, ooga. Yeah, but hold on. So, and then he has the gall to look at us and go, the, what, do you, what do you guys think about the that? The audacity to say, do you think it's a good idea? We both just looked at him and went, we think you're the stupidest human being on the planet. Maybe you should just take her to dinner. Or, or better yet, just call her right now. And like break up. Meet her in person at the duck pond and go, hey. It's not working out. It's not working out. You're going here. I'm going here. It might just be easier to sever ties. Well, and he looked at us and went, yeah, but like I don't want to completely break her heart. You're, you're going to do that anyway. So anyway. you're going to take her out on one of the best dates that she's ever had with you. And then you're going to rip her heart out through her chest. You're giving her false hope just to rip it away and then take everything else. Yeah, that's a better plan. Love him to death, but boy. He's dumb. He's he's not intelligent. Do I have one more? I do remember in high school I thought a girl and I were dating. But we weren't. 
Yeah, well, in middle school, it's... I had the Bieber going. I had the nice bowl cut. Oh, you said Bieber. Oh. Never mind. That hasn't changed. It's unkempt. 1970s porn star? Uh, Ron Jeremy. Um, it's, it's greasy? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you asked. Anyway, so I had the Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber bowl cut. I rocked it fairly well. My, I can't believe I did it because even doing this today hurts my neck. So I can't imagine for five years just doing that nonstop once a, or several times a day. But I just remember she says. And looking back once again, this was kind of a creepy comment. Is this? I, I'm not meaning to get racist. Black people love people with red hair. It's just it's natural. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is. You can ask Aaron. But this one girl goes, "I just love your hair," and she's like, "Runner, and it's thick." Oh, I said, "It sure is." Oh, you meant my hair? Yeah. Um, you might not cut that one too. I don't know. Uh, blooper reel uh, and she said yeah I, I could see myself dating somebody with like a white boy I thought that meant me it didn't mean me <laughs> and I just I was looking at her I went alright yeah we're dating now so in middle school of course it's she's into me she run my her hand through my hair every day yeah it's pretty nice she wasn't interested in me in the slightest she just liked my hair superficial no, she just liked my hair. Like, she... I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I mean, I'm... Joke's on her because next year is our... She was in my graduating class and next year is our 10-year, like, out of high school. I get to bring my smoking hot wife at the time to our graduation dinner, who's more sarcastic than me sometimes. And we get to make jokes about them the whole time. Joke's on them. <laughs> but we get to go and it's like jokes on all y'all I'm married to a smoking hot wife who loves me and loves me even when I'm a turd <laughs> jokes on all y'all but yeah that was I thought we were dating and we weren't that was sad Mike alright so <laughs> this one's my dad and uh, shortly after he graduated high school uh, he wasn't dating anybody yet, and, um, he, uh, um, or might have been the year he graduated high school. A anyway, he, he was, he was trying to get my now Uncle Scott to set him up with his cousin. And so my Uncle Scott was fine, like, okay, yeah, that's fine, I'll, I'll introduce you mm -hmm. to you. So they're over at my Uncle Scott's place, and, and my dad comes out there to talk to her, and he, you know, he does the typical guy thing, he starts kind of flexing, you know, he's all, was he in my beach ball? Yeah, I mean, he played football in high school and stuff, so he was, you know, he, he, kind was, of jacked. he was kind of jacked, and, and so, my dad trying to find a way to, like, flex his actual muscles, like, I'm not talking about, like, you know, he probably came out there, chest out and everything, yeah. talking about he wanted to, like, actually flex his muscles, so he's talking to this girl. My uncle Scott said it was like incredibly awkward because you could tell he wasn't really wanting to talk to her or was shy to talk to her. And so he's standing there and decides the way he can do this is to stretch. 
And so he goes, and just lets out the biggest fart. And my my uncle was looking at him, and the girl was just staring at him, and my dad just had to walk away. And my uncle said he just fell to the ground laughing because that had happened. What an idiot. Because it could not have been more like he did it on purpose. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so good. Well. Well. Uh, Best Buy sponsor us. Russian Federation has one more listen. It's working. Sponsor us Home Depot, Lowe's. Uh, Pepsi Coke. Pepsi Coke. Phillips Norelco. Zach Stevens. Zach Stevens. We don't need his money. <laughs> but we want it. Uh, um, He's got two kids. He ain't got money. Hey, he does. You can uh, find us on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter Facebook, uh, if you friend us. I was about to say, we're on Facebook. We also have our own Instagrams and stuff. I don't have a Twitter right now, but I probably should. So So Bros Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, send us any ideas, suggestions, or questions. We'll try to answer them on we'll air. We'll answer them on air. Uh, sponsor us NASA. NASA's not here anymore. Whatever. Spon- whoever's the space program sponsor it's us. Space. We'll do a podca- podcast. Podcast in space. <laughs> uh, Vladimir Putin looking at you. Trump. Hashtag... Sponsor us. Hashtag great hair. <laughs> Hashtag we'll bring Glock, Beretta, <laughs> Walther, Rogaine. Uh, Trump. Hashtag we'll bring the Rogaine if you sponsor us. Fly us out. We'll do a podcast in front of the White House or in the White House. Whichever one you want. As long as you provide the food, we'll bring the podcast. That's right. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson sponsor us with your space money your space money <laughs> um, I'm just here for the money I'm here for the women I need a beer bye, bye.